Hello, I'm Ken Eastman, Dean of the Spear School of Business. On this podcast, Alexis Hightower and I sit down along with a variety of business professionals to talk about all things business. Whether this is your lunch, study break, walk to class, or your drive to work, we're happy to have you along. Welcome to what we call the buzz on business. Alexis, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you today? I am just delightful, and I am just thrilled to have two guests with us who I've known for a little while, right? It has been a delight to know them. And of course, you see their name plastered all over the place. All over campus. So this is the people's chance to get to know them up close (laughs) and personal. So Alexis, why don't you start us with a question? All right, Michael and Ann Greenwood, happy to have you guys here in the Spirit School of Business. Thank you very much. Thank you. Of course. Now, what, what brought you guys to OSU? And everything like what got you guys really motivated to help make a change in OSU too? How did you guys start here in undergrad? Start. Well, we should start with the biographical. How have you forgotten how this works, Alexis? I was just wanting to know their connection to OSU. Well, we got to start first. Where you're from? Okay, we'll start from the very beginning. Right, we got to back up. All the way to when I was born. Mm -hmm. Okay, where was that? I was born in Southwest Oklahoma in a very, very small town, a farm community, Carnegie, Oklahoma. Okay, I chose Oklahoma State. Because I visited this university and I thought it was the kindest and the nicest people. I love the size of it. Coming from a small mm-hmm. campus, I love the idea of getting to meet people from everywhere. Because mm-hmm. I mean, you pretty much ran through when they have a school as small as mine. You knew everybody, and it was just fun to have the opportunities. And it was the best place for me. I love it, and that's why we choose to support it. Why we Absolutely. chose to support it. Mm-hmm. And I'm originally from Tulsa, Oklahoma, uh, North Tulsa. Generally, uh, and uh, unlike Ann, I actually never had any intention of going to college. I'm some first generation. Um, in my neighborhood, it just wasn't. None of my family went to college. None of my friends, neighborhood, anybody. So uh, coming here was a big leap, you know, for me. And uh, luckily, I, I I took the leap. So and it ended up great. Yeah. Worked out okay. Mm-hmm. So. I would say uh, it's a little, Tulsa's a little bit bigger than Carnegie. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> just a tad. <laughs> actually, when I first met Ann, a, a funny story, I, being from, she's from Western Oklahoma, Southwest, I'm from Northeast. Mm-hmm. I never heard of Carnegie, Oklahoma. And we got talking and I said, that's interesting. And I said, um, my high school was twice the size of your hometown. Okay, kind of thing. So, yeah. However, wow. when I took him down there to visit it, he absolutely embraced the small town community because mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a wonderful community. Lots of farmers. It's a farm community. Mm-hmm. And that's, in fact, why I chose one of my one of our scholarships. I honor those who work on farms because I know I did. Mm-hmm. But there was no money to pay the children. Mm-hmm. You just worked and it was expected. And there's like four, maybe four jobs, four paying jobs. And they didn't, unless you were the lifeguard, you were just free labor <laughs> to your parents, basically. And so our scholarship, one of our scholarships, mine in particular, honors those who grew up in that little county because we send a lot of kids to college. And remarkably, my high school sent 50% of the kids go to college as probably opposed to yours. My, I have aunts and uncles who went to university here. It was never anything but expected of me to come here. But we didn't have a lot of money and we had five kids. So they said, you got to figure out how to do it. And I was lucky and got a scholarship, which is why I honor Oklahoma State Backwoods Scholarships. Mm-hmm. And we also have a scholarship uh, from my high school, which is Will Rogers High School in Tulsa. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that is, again, those are most of those kids are going to be first generation also to show them that, you know, there is another way. And if I can do it, you, you can do it. Came from the same background and everything, too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. absolutely. I love that. What were your uh, undergraduate degrees? 
Well, mine was marketing and economics. And then I also went and got an MBA also. Then I went to law school for a while also, as you know. So That's right. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. Accounting. accounting. No master's for me, just accounting. The time that we all left our uh, university ready to go to work, there was so such an abundance of jobs in Tulsa, in oil and gas, that they hired us. We had our jobs like fall semester. So I, I know current students were probably like, what? And they were just dying for people. But interestingly enough, back in 1976, there weren't as many women in accountings. So I don't think that that is a unique thing for me to share. Laurie would have had, even though she is, of course, younger than I, she would have the just same. Just slightly. Well, <laughs> it's just you, for your generation, you can't imagine the difference as we started the workforce to be. It's just different and crazy things like you could smoke in the workplace, things that you couldn't imagine in your lifetime. I was going to say, not at all. No, no. It was horrible. It was horrible. <laughs> I don't yeah. like it. I have allergies. It doesn't work for me. But I was come from a family of educators, you know, and I thought, I really don't want to be a teacher. So I was very thankful that Oklahoma State, you know, we had a great business school then. We have an even better one now. Oh, absolutely. I love this building. Oh yeah, I mean, one of the faculty when I started, there was just this constant smoke haze out of his well, office. Yeah, you can't get it out of it. I know. Yeah, I know. No. I, I, yeah, I think we just closed it down with hazmat for yeah. a while. No just kidding. Because, like the asbestos, oh, whatever yeah. remedy, cigarettes. I feel my remedy. cancer chances went up dramatically just walking <laughs> by his office. Yeah. And, I know you can't imagine it, but that was the truth. Not at all. And it, back then, that business building over there seemed kind of new. <laughs> that was a long time ago. <laughs> kind of like the Serotine Center. I thought that was nice. Oh, yeah. Long time ago. Yeah. So did y'all meet in college when you guys were here? No, actually, we're here at the same time, but um, I wasn't good enough for her anyway, you know, back in those days. (laughs) Well, Carnegie (laughs) has pretty high standards. Here's here's an interesting, kind of interesting story about how, although we were here at the same time, didn't know each other, but it was still, at the end of the day, it was OSU that got us together. And I'll, I'll tell you the quick story here, was we actually worked for the same company, but we were in different buildings. So wouldn't even run into each other, you know, type thing. And one Friday after work, there was a little gathering and one of my staff members asked me if I was going to it. And I said, no, because like, I never went to those. He said, well, there's this lady I want you to meet because I think she bleeds orange more than you do. Oh, and he said a okay. challenge. Yeah. <laughs> so I said, well, I got to meet her. So, <laughs> so, so I met, that's where I met Ann. And then, I don't know, just shortly thereafter that she left the company. So I thought, well, okay. Never see her chance, again. Yeah. But there's, there's roughly four major OSU events in Tulsa every year. And Jim Barnes, who was the CEO of my company, he's a major OSU supporter also. He always had tickets to all these events. Well, he never wins. He just give them to me. He said, you go. So the first time I go, there's Ann. He's there. Okay. I go to the next event. There's Ann again. Okay. So then after this went on for actually years, actually. And then it got to like after three years, now we're looking for each other at the event. Like, well, is, is Ann going to be here? Anyway. And so that went on for six years, actually. And then, then after the sixth year, we actually started dating and then we got married. So, yeah. So we're like, we got married when we were 40. So, mm-hmm. oh my goodness. Yeah. I love that. I didn't know that. I didn't know the extended pre courtship part yes. of it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Had to think about it. <laughs> hey, you don't want to rush into it. I mean, yeah, no, I need, no need to rush into it. No, the diff- I think the difference is when you're in your 20s, you're like, yeah, get married and live happily ever after, which of course you did. But you also have seen the other side. And so you think a little bit harder about it. Mm-hmm. And 
But I'm glad we did. It was perfect. And then we've now been married 28 years. 20 years, yeah. Oh, my goodness. I was about to ask how long. Yeah, 28 yeah. years. What's the date? What's the anniversary July date? July 19th. Yeah. We um, got, were lucky enough to get married in Maui. And I didn't realize how brilliant that decision was. Because then you go, like, after five years, you said, you know, maybe we should go back celebrate our anniversary after 10. <laughs> then it's like, maybe we should go every year. Yeah. To ultimately, now we are most fortunate to own a home there. So we go oh to goodness. the place, except for COVID year, where we got married the same day, you know, every and, year. and every year, yep. except for COVID. And but so far, that was, we're okay. We're still hanging in. Mm -hmm. But I just said, you know, it'd be kind of fun. My father was in the Navy and he was in Hawaii. And I thought, he said, you're going to love Hawaii. You need to go. And I said, I'll marry you if you take me to Hawaii. And he did. Wow. Well, he never says no, I think. No, he doesn't say no. <laughs> Obviously. So talk about your career path when you left here and then what you guys did. Oh, well, I was oil and gas and pretty much it was, it was wonderful. I mean, there was jobs abundant. We were getting paid extremely well. Then in, as cyclical as it is, things started going to Dallas, San Antonio, Houston, and I didn't want to go there. I loved Tulsa and I needed to be there. And so I just had to kind of follow that and chase that, even to the point of going to manufacturing, because I thought, yeah, they build things. Well, it was McDonnell Douglas, which had a big Navy contract for a plane. Well, the Navy canceled the plane. And so I was like, well, okay. <laughs> so then I go to Utility County, and I'm like, oh, no. There's everybody needs electricity, and it was great, and I, that's where I spent the last 15 years. But it ultimately, it's just a different world. It ultimately merged the Central and Southwest with American Electric Power, making us the third largest electric utility. But most jobs were moved into Columbus, Ohio, which I'd rather go to Houston. <laughs> I mean, Columbus is fine. It's just really cold. I mean, it's a big change. And there's another OSU. Yes, there. the other OSU. The, other. the OSU. I took yeah. a lot of flack. Oh, yeah, <laughs> the, the right, big one. Yeah, the real OSU yeah. up there. So we, you know, I was like, nah, that that's never good. Yeah. <laughs> but I was able to utility accounting work work to the end until I retired early. Lucky enough to retire early, and we chose this as our retirement home because I'd been studying how college towns have so much to offer. Mm -hmm. particularly as you age, you're around a group of like-minded people. You're constantly learning if you choose to. You have art, music, athletics. You go to, like, go, listening to the CEO day, listening to our young, I mean, uh, our young alums. It's amazing. The opportunities are many. And that's why there's so many of us in this city currently. Yeah, that's true. I love that. It's, it's fun. Well, I learned a valuable trade in prison. But, uh, <laughs> I didn't use it. I didn't use it. So when I, uh, when I got out of school, I uh, um, it's, I had it. It's kind of funny how your life operates sometimes. Uh, was I got at this job uh, working for a, an entrepreneur who lived in Los Angeles, and his he would like to he he would go around and buy and sell businesses, and he hired me to run all the operations that he had in Tulsa. I'm 21 years old. Okay. It's a big. Yeah. Yeah. And so we would, you know, he, he would go buy the business and then basically turn it, turn it over to me and say, go in there, see what you can do to fix it, make it better, more profitable. And then we'll flip it. And then we'll go do something else, you know, type of thing. Had Simple this, task. Yeah. Had this humongous office in downtown Tulsa. And, and here's, 
irony of that is, you know, I, I've been, I've been, you know, a senior officer in major corporations, Fortune 500 companies, et cetera. I've still never had an office as big as my first <laughs> one, like ever. I mean, it was bigger than this room, my office. Oh okay. my I'm 21 gosh. years old. Yeah. Like, well, I hit the jackpot. Okay. <laughs> this is like, yeah. You but reached it. <laughs> it didn't last. Uh, he ran into some financial problems. And, but the, the, the one thing that did for me is, you know, when you get out of college, at least I did, you know, I think I, I have to know everything. I've been in school my entire life. I've, I've got to know it all. And I remember sitting in a meeting at this conference table, and I don't really think we were speaking about a particularly complicated topic. But I'm looking at the faces and I'm thinking, I think I'm the only guy here that doesn't have a clue what we're talking about. So I thought, you know, I think I may need some more education. Mm -hmm. So that's what made me decide to go back and get my MBA. And I just did it in night school. I worked full time, you know, when I, when I did it. Yeah. And then from there, when I got out, I had an internship at the Williams companies when I was in grad school. Mm -hmm. And so you they did hired, it in Tulsa? Yeah. In Tulsa. Okay. Yeah. And so they hired me when I got, got out of school. And uh, I did a lot of contract work and that's why I went back to law school. So I could I better understand how to read legal agreements and, and things like that. And then from there, uh, I'm kind of a job hopper, mm -hmm. you know, type of guy, you know, I'm not, that was, well, he's been there 40 years. No, it's like, I, I never worked anywhere longer than eight years, which I think is actually a, a key to, to success is you kind of manage your own, own career. But um, I worked at several, I was all energy company too, just like Ann, it was all energy companies. And, you know, eventually I became a CFO of, of some publicly traded companies and, after 25 years of doing that, I decided it's like, I'm kind of tired of this corporate, you know, life thing. And so I just went independent and I set up my own uh, financial firm. And uh, I've now in the last decade been actually uh, working and living in New York, actually. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit of a commute, but, you know. Just, yeah. just, just a yeah. little bit. Yeah. You take the express shuttle from Stillwater. Yeah. <laughs> to New York. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Real express. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> What do you like better, New York or Oklahoma? Well, you know, it's uh, I like I love them both. Right, I, I love them too. It's just, it's just, it's 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 night and day because you know my my front yard in New York is Sixth Avenue mm. with eight thousand taxis going by, you know, and so you yeah, know it gets really really old. Yeah, real quick, in, I'm and, sure. And you know, you live in an apartment, yeah, you know, kind of thing. So you know, I, I like having grass and trees mm -hmm. and nature. So I, I would never want to live there full time. Like ever. It's a great place. I mean, I don't know if you spend much time there or not. Never been in the Northeast actually. It's ever. beautiful. Okay. I mean, it's fun. You got, you got Broadway, you got museums. It's a great place. It's actually easy to find your way around actually, which most people are shocked, you know, type thing, but it's just, you know, most people that live there full time, they actually have another home outside the city. Cause I got to get away at least for the weekend to have like a normal life, yeah, you know, type thing. You know, but I, I love them all. But you know, you know, obviously, I'm a native Oklahoman, and when Ann re, Ann retired first, and uh, she shot me because I said, well, "Well, I travel all the time. That's all really I do." So I said, "Well, what do you want to do? Do you want to stay in Tulsa? You want to move to Florida, Colorado? We can even live overseas. I'm I'm going to be gone anyway. It doesn't really yeah, matter." Yeah, yeah. And then she shot me, and she goes, "You know, I want to move back to her old college town." I'm like. You know, like Stillwater, <laughs> like Stillwater, yeah. Oklahoma, because she had never mentioned it one time. Mm -hmm. And I said, No, and she says, What do you mean? No, I said, There's nothing there. And she goes, No, she goes, No, 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 you're thinking about Stillwater when we went to school there, which was true. Okay, and you wouldn't know this, but you would know this. It's like when I was in college here, there was one store in town where you could buy a men's shirt, one, 
Wouldn't was change. it? Is it still here? Oh no, it's no, no. It's, it's okay. called yeah. it's, it's called Bates Brothers. Yep. Yeah, I've always suit there, and that's my memory of Stillwater. So we came over here knocking around, and so I reluctantly said, "Okay, like you know, right, yes, whatever, <laughs> yeah. She, yeah. Yeah. But, whatever she said." But it's a good man. Big picture, best call ever. Okay, I mean, I love living in Stillwater. Um, like Ann said, it's one of the biggest uh, demographic trends in the United States. Are retirees moving to college towns for all the reasons that she mentioned? Like, like our next door neighbor who just moved in. He's a friend of ours from California. Oh, wow. Okay. Spears school girl. He's a, he's a Spears guy. We need to bring him in. And his he's brother lived in our neighborhood before, and, and he lived in Tulsa, and, and we moved over here and said, you have to check this out. And so, you know, they're all they're all coming back. I'd say at least probably more than half our neighborhood are yeah. retirees that moved back here. Three yeah. Macy's. We got three Macy's, and Carl left Dallas to oh, come that's right. this way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Stillwater was actually the fastest-growing retirement community in Oklahoma of like like two or three years in a row. I believe oh, that. Oh, wow. You know, I believe that. Yeah, before the pandemic. And yeah, but all the, all the reasons you talked about, you yeah. know, a good hospital, you got all that athletics good and doctors. cultural things. And- that, that's, that's one of the hidden things that people don't know about Stillwater. You have to live here to know this, but you know, when you move from a big town and you come here, it's like, that. well, you need, you need to go to Oklahoma City or Tulsa to go to the doctor. Yeah, you kind of thing. Well, my doctor here trained at the Mayo Clinic. I think I'm good. Yeah, I think you're good. No, that's a solid. I don't need to go. Solid I don't need to go, also, go, go to the Yeah, and there's those guys everywhere. Yeah, yeah, right. Because they want you know he's a native, Stillwater, okay, and he did his thing. It's like, well, now I want to go back to Stillwater too. You know, kind of thing. So it's we love it. It's a great. It's a great place to live. I I think. One of the things I know will shock people about you, Mike, is you mow your own grass and yes. you cut your own trees. Yes, I do. So we, we've had many a discussion about mowers and tree yes, trimming. it's so. true. Probably the only person in our neighborhood. Yes, I am. So, so. Yeah. And it looks very good, by the way. It's because I'm cheap. Do you do your neighbors too? Do you have a little business <laughs> no, on the side? No, I don't. On no, this? Maybe I don't farm out. Maybe no, I yes. No, it takes me two hours in my mind. I don't farm out. So <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know if the price is right. You probably yeah, don't. We got some students here. True. I'm sure that would be happy to help with yeah. the business. I know. I know. <laughs> well, that's all the time we have for on today's episode. Be sure to check back for part two, where Michael and Ann Greenwood discuss how they chose to get back to Oklahoma State.